0: welcome to right away podcast this is jeffrey martin your host thank you for joining us um we appreciate you being here we hope that you get something out of this podcast that's always the goal sit back relax and um listen Today's episode is going to be about a book I, I ran across. Well, I didn't run across it. My daughter gave it to me. My daughter is getting ready to um, to go abroad to work for a couple of years, and she knows her dad loves books, so she had this interesting book, because she works with um, adolescents, and um, she has this interesting book called Push Out. It's the criminalization of black girls in school. It's by Monique W. Morris. I read this book in maybe a day. It was so interesting. Um, just finished it. You know, started yesterday. I'm finished with it today. It was so interesting. But it was talking about how young black girls are railroaded um, into uh, alternative schools, uh, juvenile centers, those kind of things. And not that they're, they're angels or anything, but for the same uh, vices that get these girls in these centers, other girls of other nationalities and other ethnicities, aren't given this railroading that these black girls are given. Um, And it reminded me, because I've been in the education field for the last 35 years, all my adult life, all my adult life, I've dealt with adolescents, teenagers, um, the whole gamut across the board. And what I've seen is there's this railroading that happens with young black children. Um, What they do, and I'm not saying what they do is, is... is angelic or anything like that. I'm not making excuses for anybody, but what they do compared to what others do, what other groups do is not so outlandish, but the penalization that they go through compared to other groups is by, by far much more um, extreme. And that's what this book deals with. It deals with it perfectly, but from a female's perspective, um, usually what I've dealt with in, in my um, experience has been the male's. But from a female's perspective um from the dress um inappropriate dressing and uh uh their attitudes they, they they're they're given this this um i't know almost, almost like this this uh before they can even present themselves everybody sees or or administration sees them with attitudes think they have they talk back that kind of thing but a lot of times they' They're, they're treated like um, they're problems before they even con- present a problem. They're treated like their problems. So this book talks about that. So I, my hat's off to Miss Morris, because she really um, in less than 300 pages, she um, kind of puts it all together. It's really, really interesting. I would recommend it to anybody. Push out the criminalization of black girls in school. It's a, a travesty. It really is it's a travesty. Um, That these girls are kicked out for the the smallest, the smallest um, wrongs. Uh, Their dress, talking back to a teacher. And I'm not condoning any of these things. I'm just saying, do you kick a girl out of school? Do you kick a youngster out of school because she talked back? Uh, do you kick a ch- child out of school because they're dressed inappropriately? You have a sp- discussion with them, but you have a, res- a discussion with them that's respectful because you're talking to a young youngster, but you're also talking to a human being who, who deserves respect. So if you talk to them, I'm-, I'm finding, well, my experience has been if you speak to a young person or any person with respect, they'll usually speak to you back with respect. But if you come out of your mouth a certain way, they're going to come back at you, you know, respect. Garners respect, so I think a lot of times these girls are put in situations where they feel disrespected, and once they feel disrespected, they have the pride thing, maybe their friends are right there, and they're going to come out they're going to come back in a disrespectful way because they feel like they've been disrespected and the book talks about that it talks about these some girls that um and some of them come from really harsh lives you know they they're adults in in you know in school they really have to they they're playing a, the adult role when they're they're actually babies you know 16 17 14 13 young girls who maybe home life isn't well or mom's not there or dad's doing this whatever and they pretty much are raising themselves so when they come to school that's the only safe environment they have and even in that environment they're being ostracized and they're being and they feel like they're being picked on so this book talks about this it. Interesting book. It was written back in 2016. I'm just coming. I'm just becoming aware of it because my daughter introduced it to me. But I would recommend it to anyone. It's very, very good. Very, very good. Talks about how our kids have constantly, and it's not a new thing. It's not a new millennium thing. It's it's a constant thing that our our children have had to um, to deal with, being um, harshly and uh, harshly um, treated. For really minor offenses. And once again it's called. Push Out by Monique W. Morris. The criminalization of black girls in school. You got to check it out. It's powerful. And now talking about this book. Reminds me of a story. I want to relate this story to you. To the folks out there. Um, I work. Like I said I work for um, the school district. And I've seen the, um, the railroading of, of, of black children. But this one particular story. That happened last year matter of fact. It was a young man, young black man that came from the East Coast, from Maryland. um, And he came to our school. And as soon as he came to our school, one of the teachers, who's one of the few black teachers at the school, came to me and said, hey, I want you to meet this guy. Take him up under your wing. Um, He's a good guy. I told him that you're a writer and blah, blah, blah. Good kid, has some issues at home, but he's pretty much a a really good kid. I think he's 10th grader. I think he was a 10th grader at that time. So. so I meet him. He, well, in fact, he comes up and introduces himself to me. So we meet, we talk, we talk about the East Coast and how California is different from the East Coast. I was upstate New York. He was in Maryland. He can feel the vibe. It's totally different on the West Coast, but he's trying to get used to it and acclimate himself to it. So good kid. I mean, and I don't remember his name. So I started calling him right from the initial meeting. I started calling him East Coast. So every time I see him, I say, what's up, East Coast? You know, so um, and that was kind of that was my name for him. And so um, I heard, so some time goes by, I'm always speaking to him, I'm asking, if I don't see him, then I ask the teacher who initially introduced me to him, or told me about him, how he's doing. Oh, he's doing okay, this class, he's kind of struggling, he's struggling in English, if you can go talk to him about, you know, keeping his grades up. So every time I see him, I'm trying to encourage him, keep your grades up, man, keep your head up, just stay away from the bad folks, just do your thing. So every time I see him, I'm trying to encourage him. So... Um, All the while I'm working in another classroom I don't work in his his classroom Any of the classrooms that he goes to But I'm working in this classroom And there are certain kids in here Who are constantly in trouble Constantly in trouble There's one particular white kid Jewish kid Who's constantly in trouble Disrespectful um, Just doing crazy things And it's like no matter what they say to this kid This kid does what he wants to do his parents are called, but nothing ever happens to this kid. Okay, so I just spoke to you about East Coast. East Coast gets into a little altercation, but it's a verbal altercation. I wasn't there, I just hear about it later on. So, um, and I, I, I bring up the white kids because I'm going to get back to that in a minute. So, East Coast, I haven't seen him in, in a week or so, so I asked the teacher who initially. Um, kind of prompted our meeting. Well, what's up with East Coast? Now, I don't know his name, so I called him East Coast. She said he was kicked out of the school. I said, kicked out of the school? Then she tells me, and in her words, she says, yeah, um, they shouldn't have kicked that kid out of the school. He wasn't a bad kid. A lot of these kids do a lot worse than what he was doing. And I think he got into, it. he was in the altercation, but a verbal altercation with somebody. I don't know if it was a teacher, the um, campus police. I don't know who it was with. I don't recall that. But it got me to thinking about this other kid who I dealt with all the time, who was a Jewish kid who had fondled girls, had written, now he's Jewish, he's written swastikas on the desk. He's told. He told one particular, it wasn't too many black teachers there, it was one black teacher who was from Ethiopia or somewhere, he told him to go back to Africa. This kid was so disrespectful and got chance after chance after chance after chance. Never really got seriously rec- reprimanded for anything he did. I mean, he was a terror. And East Coast had been there not even a whole semester and was already kicked out of the school and in a boys' home or group home. And, and, I, and me and the teacher who, who, had, who had prompted our, our meeting we were going to go see him, but then I was transferred, so I have, I've been out of contact. But this book reminded me of that particular story of how we are railroaded so quick because I saw these other kids getting away with stuff, getting away with stuff. And soon as it's a black kid, soon as it's a black kid, he or she right away is, is sent um, the most extreme things, measures happens with that kid. It's ridiculous pushes me back to when I was in the, um, I grew up in the 60s. You know, I was a little boy in the 60s and 70s. Um, Third grade, I had a Miss Bird. Never will forget her, Miss Bird. And we had a math test. And I was the first one finished with the math test. So I bring my paper up to Miss Bird and I I go to hand it to her and she says, who did you copy from? And during that, you know, in the 60s, you were very respectful to adults. So I said, I didn't copy from anybody. How could I copy from somebody? And I wasn't disrespectful. I wasn't sassy or any of that, mannish or any of that. I just said, how can I copy from somebody? And I'm the first one finished. She swore up and down that I I copied from someone. So she called my mother. My mother, I guess, back in those, I don't know. But anyway, regardless, my mother came to the school and the teacher told her what she believed I had done. And she decided that I would stay after school until I admitted that I had, I had cheated on the math test. I didn't admit it. And my mother allowed this teacher, Miss Bird, to keep me after school. I stayed after school, I'm not sure how, because that's been a long time ago, I'm not sure how many days I stayed after school. But I stayed after school until Miss Bird, who was pregnant, I didn't know anything about pregnant and all of that stuff at that time, But she was she went out on maternity leave. We got another teacher. And that's why I stopped staying after the school. So I don't I'm not sure if Miss Bird would have had me staying after school for the rest of the school year. I'm not sure. But black kids are so victimized by. See, one of the victimized by their educators at times, one of the most powerful. Powerful positions in a good way in a bad way is a teacher no doubt about it they're in a position that they can do they can do so much good but they're also in a position they could do so much bad they can tell kids certain things to um, deflate their esteem their self-confidence so they're in a position to really do Harm To really do damage to kids And this book, Push Out, talks about those teachers Who are in that position and use it as a bad thing Instead of a good thing So this book got me to really thinking about Not only what I had experienced But what I've seen in all my years of working around In and around education It is a, um, not only an, an important position But it can be a detrimental position if you use it in the wrong way that wraps it up folks thank you for listening we appreciate you here and right away continue to come back and support me and support us because i'm not doing this on, on my own it's my my um my elders who have influenced me people who have impacted my life they're all in here with me i feel like those spirits are all here with me so keep coming back we're gonna do this and we're gonna find a way to right away Take care. This is Jeffrey Martin. Peace.